Guys, this is Luke and Phil back at it with another podcast. Uh, this time we got guests, the Busics, uh, just two of them, two of eight. Uh, we got Micah and David with us today. Uh, Micah, how's your day been going so far? It's been a long day. <clears throat> yeah. I'm tired. Uh, I knew that was all we were going to get out of him. So yeah. I with him. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for the effort and giving and answering that question, Micah. Phil, what did you do today? I had a big, long meeting that I that lasted eight hours. We live exciting lives. David, how about you? Anything better? I worked and did some school prep for the start of the school year this year. So. Oh yeah, David starts his new job on Friday, so we're excited for him. Yep. David, tell us a little about tell us a little bit about yourself since you're you're the first it's your first time on here. Oh gosh, all right. So I am David Music. I'm Micah's brother, older brother, our uh, roommate. People think I'm younger because Micah looks older than me because he's bald. He has no hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh, so that's how it's going to be. Yeah, all right, right but, off the bat. Uh, I am 29, so I'm old compared to these guys. I live with these guys. Um, I am a teacher, um, but then I work for Micah in the summers as well. So, but um, today we're going to kind of keep it a little bit lighthearted, um, and we're actually going to keep it lighthearted yeah, this time. I know we say that every time, and we rarely <laughs> stray from that. But this time, the topics are going to be. There'll be something like, there'll be like a serious topic, but it's not something that's actually going on. We're kind of talking about like an apocalypse scenario. We all just thought, hey, this would be kind of fun. Let's see our opinions. Um, I find a lot of fun and like, like I used to watch Doomsday Preppers. I've read the Zombie Apocalypse Survival Guide. I'm not psycho. I don't think there's an apocalypse around the corner. With Biden as president, it's very possible, but we're going to be positive here today, boys. Um... So I'm, we're just kind of go kind of go around the table. We'll give a bunch of different scenarios. Kind of give our two cents. See if we have any info, and we'll just we're literally just going to see where this goes. Um, Luke, you want to get us started? Do you have anything to give for us? All right. I'll, um, yeah, mine will be like definitely more less serious. I guess I'm more or less serious. Sorry. Um, I'm not. I, these guys have all thought about this more than me. I am definitely the person farthest away from even like on the spectrum of remotely ready for this. Um, Phil kind of has a plan, a little, like, a basic plan. Um, the other two have kind of talked about it. We've all been giving, like, fake scenarios. But um, I'm going to start with, if you had to be in the apocalypse with one person, and it's got to be, like, a celebrity that everybody here knows, not a family member or anything like that. What kind of apocalypse? It's just you and this person. You're the only people that you know are still alive. Okay. Who do you pick? And you can't use their resources. So you can't pick, like... Somebody that you know has a bunch of really nice stuff just for their stuff. So we wake up and no one's alive around us. Except we for don't, you and this one person. But we have no idea the scenario we woke up in. Nope. Okay. Wow. One celebrity. Um, I would pick someone who is a celebrity but also like is kind of a homegrown celebrity. I don't, I don't really have anyone that jumps to mind. Maybe like... All right, well, I'll go with mine first since obviously you guys aren't prepared. You're not thinking this correctly at all. I'm taking Selena Gomez. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) Well, you got to think, if you think you're the only two on Earth, it's almost got to be a female. Yeah, dude, you can't pick a male. That you can repopulate with. Yeah. So. Well, come on now. Yeah, that was. You started my thought, bro. (laughs) No, I'm just saying. That is a good point. If you think you're the only two alive, you got to restart the world. Well, if you know, if I have to do that with Selena Gomez, I guess I'll make that sacrifice for the good of the country. So, but are you gonna survive with Selena Gomez? Is the, she gonna have the skills? The Rock was needed? my second pick. I I, I had also <laughs> thought about The Rock. I, the thing is, I think with ninety nine percent of movie stars, they wouldn't know how to survive in the real world, let alone an apocalypse. So yeah. someone like The Rock, yeah, he's buff and he could probably take someone in a fight. 
he would be a baby in an apocalypse, I guarantee it. Let's be honest. He's lived a panther I'm not life. putting... The, I hope that Dwayne Johnson finds you and takes that That's fine. That's fine. He can prove me wrong. <laughs> but I guarantee 99% of celebrities probably would would not want to give away their pampered life and wouldn't know how to survive in any other situation. We get into an apocalypse, and the first thing The Rock does he is finds find me. you. Swear to God. He kills you. He's like, and you said I wouldn't survive an apocalypse. That's walks fine. Away. That's I, fine. I think I'm going with like some sort of female athlete. I'm just trying to narrow it down. Yeah. Like, mm. like cause Alex Morgan? Mm. Sophie Cunningham? Shout out to Sophie Gumazoo. <laughs> This kind of turned into a thirst trap. That's not where I really going to go. <laughs> I thought I really thought that you guys would say guys first, and then I was going to come in with Selena Gomez who's last. The, who's that girl from? Uh, she got fired from Disney. Girl that's in Fast and Furious Five. Oh, yeah. oh um, I don't know her name, but yeah, that's. I a would good pick choice. her because she knows how to fight. She's buff. She's also attractive, and our values align to where I think we'd get along. Let's be honest. What is her name though? Um, uh, Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Okay. If I mispronounce that, I'm sorry. Thank you, Jafus on the Jafus on the sticks here. Yeah, hey, we need to kind of yeah. research. Guy. Yeah, we do have a research guy. You're the you're the new uh, um, the the research. What's that guy on Joe Rogan? I don't know. Jeremy or whatever. His is name this is? just going to be a whole show of people that we talk I about that we don't know, know their, their name. name and then we Google their <laughs> name? <laughs> but yeah, Gina Carano. I was who I would pick. Yeah, I think she's pretty badass. Yeah, she. she I'm surprised you didn't fight. go Gal Gadot. I would have, but I feel like Gal Gadot falls in the category. But I guess she does know guns. She was in the military, but I feel like she would fall more into the category of movie star more than an actual soldier. Like I feel like she's she's had that lifestyle. Gina Carano still fights UFC. Fair enough. <clears throat> Jay, if you got a pick, I don't. I I would have to keep thinking on it. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't, All right. Obviously, you have to take a female, but that makes that limits your choice. Yeah. Okay. Jave is like, you know what, guys? I got a girl that I'm pretty into right now. I'm not yeah, gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna put out on into the public that I'm into a different girl that's a celebrity. I respect we it. Understand. Smart decision. Well done, um, Apparently, Micah doesn't have the same thought process. <laughs> hey, Micah's getting Micah's getting involved in the in the conversation. He he, the outside world's gone. He put himself in that scenario, and that's all that matters. He's that's like, all we ask. He's Micah. like, Annie, I would have picked you. Yeah, yeah. You better you better spend it real quick. You better hope she doesn't listen to this. I did say celebrity. Did say celebrity. Yes, yeah, true. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. So I I'm really into guns. Mike is really into guns. So we we'll, we'll keep it simple for for you guys who aren't as much into guns and don't know more. What guns will would you take? You could take a sidearm, something, uh, some type of rifle, and something that shoots um, like a different type of round, like either a shotgun, um, something that shoots some some a, like a fifty cal, something like that. Something that's uh, 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 you know not, not a normal ordinary. rifle. Not the ordinary. Yeah. Not the ordinary. So either a shotgun or a sniper is basically what you're saying. Shotgun, sniper. Machine gun. Crossbow? Sure. What are you taking? Me? I take my KSG, which I already own, because nice and short, shotgun, it holds a lot of rounds, it's pump, you're not going to have issues with jamming, um, it's quiet, uh, well, not when you shoot it, but it's, you know, it, it's when you're loaded with shells, it's nice and quiet indoors. Um, I would take some type of Glock, probably some type of 9mm, just because it's, it's common, and I would take, like... I would take some type of silenced bolt action, 
something something that I can reach out and touch people really far away and be quiet. So if that means like really small caliber, I'd still do it. Like two two three or something where I have a silencer on it where it's real quiet. That's what I'd pick. Mikey, go ahead. You're the next gun person. I'd probably go with like a Glock forty five because it's got the concealability, but it's also got the 18 rounds yep so you got plenty of rounds i'd probably go with a ksg um and then i'd probably go some sort of ar um with a a decent scope that way i have a little bit of range but something that also zooms out like mine has a 4 to 12 something like that yeah that i'd probably go with something those three yeah would you run your ar in 223 or or would you try to get like an ar 10 i'd go 223 just because it's most common yeah that's fair so yeah, obviously you're going to want a handgun to conceal, um, just to have on you at all times. Uh, I think I think shotgun, any type of shotgun, 12-gauge, whatever it is, is definitely needed for, for your close-range stuff. Um, and then probably just yeah, just an AR with, with any sort of scope on it um, to give you a little bit of range. Probably so. All right, I'm going with the crossbow, a machete. You and... will die very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, I had something else, and you cut me it has off. To be, it has to be concealable. No, it wasn't concealable. Oh, uh, or I said sidearm. Fifty cal. Yes. Okay, so what's your what's your sidearm? Oh, machete. Uh, machete. Your machete. machete. I guess that's fair. That's fair. Machete. <laughs> I mean, you could use it as a tool. You, can you can't use. It. Can't really use any of those yeah, guns as tools. I think so. he's thinking more like zombie apocalypse than anything. That's fair. The, the crossbow being silent fair. is so big. The, okay, I would actually seriously consider the crossbow out of those three things. I those agree. are not the three things I would pick. The only thing about the crossbow is that once once you either break or lose all of your your arrows, you're screwed. Like, but you could you could make something. Yeah. Do you know how to make crossbow arrows that shoot effectively? Do I need to prepare for a zombie apocalypse right now? No. How effective is that to my normal life? If, it's just not literally sticking in the scenario. You wake up and you have you have these scenarios. Okay. Well, over a period of time, I will learn how to use crossbow bolts. Make crossbow bolts. All right. Well, if you think you can do that, I, I don't think I could. I have all day. I have no job. What am I gonna do with my? Life? That's fair. That's fair. People aren't probably going to come and be like, hey, I need to buy life insurance if it's a zombie apocalypse. Well, people might try to cash in as soon as I'm the zombies zombie. break out. I, I don't know how to do that. That's not my job. That's fair. There would probably be a lot of arrows out there. Like, you I'm think? Like, being able to find arrows. I mean, who's going to think to grab arrows? You always think. That's fair. I just don't think there's that many. Like, not that food. many people have that many bows out there. In this area, they do. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. I See, the thing is... I just I wouldn't trust myself with a bow. I feel like I, I in a in a situation I wouldn't be able to use it effectively. Like crossbow. I know how to shoot a bow and I know crossbow. how to shoot a crossbow because they have scopes most of them. But I still I still would it's single shot I would miss and just be like, see ya. But that's why you, <laughs> that's why you would have the handgun too. You'd have a crossbow and you'd have a handgun. You could pull it out quickly. Well, you'd yeah. have machete. Because you're not. So you'd be screwed. I didn't. I would have actually <laughs> picked a handgun. But you're if you're shooting something with a crossbow, they're not close. If that's what you're picking. Yeah, right no, there. I, I know that. So you'd have time to react and pull out a handgun. That's fair. But if your use of the crossbow is to be silent and be able to reach out and touch people, you're screwed when you miss your shot, you get they know where well, you're at you and then you start shooting and then you start shooting and then, you know, World War Z happens and they all pour over the walls and eat you alive. Well if it's World War Z zombies, I'm not even trying, dude. I'm just giving up day one. Hey, they survived in that movie. Brad Pitt survived. Somehow. He crashed seven thirty sevens, he crashed plane helicopters, he Chopped a girl's arm off. I'm glad you knew Brad Pitt's name. We didn't have to look him up. <laughs> that one is the first little... person we didn't have to give <laughs> yeah, today. It's true. It's because I've watched World War Z way too many times. It's not even that great of a movie, 
but I still enjoy watching it because it's it's it is just intense from second one to second end. Let's be honest, that's not why you watch it. This is like you watching game film. Like you're just scouting for your future. <laughs> that's fair. You're, you're not wrong, actually. You're not wrong. You're like, okay, well, if this happens, then what am I supposed to do? What does Brad Pitt do? All right, I got to get in that mindset, and this is what I would do instead of what Brad Pitt do, and I would survive. That's fair. How many zombie movies have you guys seen? Or like apocalypse in general? Like it could be zombies, it could be nuclear, whatever. I, mean, I feel like there's a lot out there. What What zombie movie would you... Okay, pretty much the obvious answer is World War Z because they're just so OP. So I think we keep, leave that one out. Which one would you least want to be in, and which one would you think you could survive the longest in? I think the easiest one to survive is absolutely the one with Will Smith, and I can't think of the name right now. Um, I Am Legend. I Am Legend. Yeah. Because they only come out at night. You only have to survive the day. That's fair. You can but literally... They are like... They're they're superhuman, though. They're like World War Z zombies at night. Yeah, but you all, like you literally could prepare everything you need to do during the day, and then just board up at night. That's fair. I mean, that's what he did, and most of the people around him died. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, for some reason, I... I that is a good one, but I don't think I would pick that because just in case you have a problem at night or you make a noise, you're screwed because they'll just come and deraid your house. Yeah. You have to be dead quiet, too, because when they hear you, then you're screwed. I'm screwed. I snore too loud. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah. I think the best one for me, like, that I think I could survive the longest would be, like, Sh- uh, Shaun of the Dead or... Um, not, uh, Night of the or what is it? Night of the Living Dead. That's the one in the UK, I think. And there are those real slow walking zombies. None of them run. Like you can just kind of like walk. Oh, the away Walking from, Dead. The, the Walking Dead is, that, is they're essentially those type of zombies. Yeah, yeah. the Walking Dead is what I should. Which been. yeah, but that's walk- not a movie. Yeah, and it's not really the Walking Dead. It's not really the zombies that make it so dangerous. It's everybody else. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, any of the any of the movies that have slow walking zombies, it's like how how do people die? <laughs> like, just go out, walk away. Athlete. Yeah, just, just, just jog, you know. <laughs> Literally, just jog away. I don't know. Might make a three hundred throw up again. That's, <laughs> That's fair. Mikey used to be an athlete. All right, I'll go with my topic. You get one mode of transportation. You can pick anything on Earth. Any type. Any, any specific vehicle. You, you get to pick. Yeah, vehicle. Whatever you want, but you gotta you gotta keep in mind you're probably not gonna have a lot of gas. Um, if you do, you're gonna have to steal it. It's probably gonna need to carry a lot of supplies, um, just all that stuff. What what would you, what would your mode of transportation be? And is this a vehicle that I can like say can I, say I pick stuff. say I pick a common vehicle I can find parts for it? Yeah, yeah, okay. you can modify stuff too if you need to. I would probably pick some type of like I don't know. I think I would pick some type of diesel, like. Ram truck, something that has the engine will last forever. There's a lot of parts out there. It's big, and I can find, um, you know, fuel. You know, essentially pretty much everywhere. You might have to f- scavenge for it, but I think you probably could find it pretty easy. That or a semi truck because they also last forever. They're also diesel and they're huge, and you can sleep in it. Yeah, a semi of some type that would have a cab to sleep in. Um, you can basically get through anything you need to. You know, yeah. You can carry a trailer. Yeah, that's actually a good one. Yeah, I'd probably say semi too. I didn't think about that. I was thinking like RV of some sort, but I mean, neither of those get great gas mileage is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Gonna, but they do carry a lot of gas is the thing. The oh, RV doesn't, but the the uh, the semi is going to have two tanks. Yeah, and you can run a lot of miles. And you, you can, can also a tow a 
trailer with diesel in it. You can That's literally true. find a, a, it, a or tanker. even like half a tanker and then the rest of the trailer. Yep. Like I mean. Yep. What are you look? I'm going with a hog. We're going with the old motorcycle. Just because if I'm gonna go out, I'm going out in style, dude. You're gonna die so quick. <laughs> Tell, make sure we don't plan any any apocalypse with he, Luke. He will be more mobile than us, though. It's true. It's That's true. That's the only downside of a semi. If you get pinned anywhere, you're done for. You can't turn around. You've got to back. I'm out. just saying, if it's but World War Z, you've got enough power to push through pretty much anything. Over, but you got to fight through everything, no matter what. Yeah. You got to be ready to. If it's World War Z zombies, I'm the only one out running them. The only thing that I think is questionable about both all of our choice and Luke's is they're both loud. Like, is there any vehicle where you'd be like, moped, just condense mine down to a moped. Yeah, you're not going very fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the zombies are like <laughs> sprinting alongside of you while you're just... Well, you can get like, one of those like uh, 150 cc's. They get up to like 70. Yeah, I, is, but are there any vehicles that are actually silent? Like not other than like a, an electric car, probably not. You know, but I feel like that's so unreliable because oh, you yeah. got to find somewhere to charge it. And if yeah. the well, and the grid's down. probably down if we're in an apocalypse. So that's, exactly. I feel like the so electric screwed. cars are out. So you need an electric car with a generator in the back. Which is loud. <laughs> Which it defeats the purpose. But, but only charging it. That's fair. you got to be loud for a little bit. So you, you and then when you're start traveling. that thing, start that thing, then you get away from it, let it charge up. You know, go through a tank of gas, charge the whole thing, and then you just move on. But the thing is, you can't carry much gas in a... Hmm. A Prius. That's true, and it's it's you could easily flip it. You know, it's not very. You can't ram into a bunch of zombies with it without them flying through your windshield. So there's that. Toyota, don't sue us for saying your car's not good for a zombie apocalypse. Well, I I did think about just like a standard Toyota Camry that would just last forever, and you, you know, dude, the Mali, dude, the Mali might be perfect. It's got a flat right now. Uh, okay, any car you have could get a flat tire at some point. That's fair. Not a tank. Another thing about a semi is, if you're expecting to lose it, you can throw on another vehicle on the trailer of the semi and tow it with you. But to your point of semi, if you have to fix something, semi parts are going to be harder to find. It's true, and I'm not going to know how to work on it nearly as good either. So, that's true. But I think just the longevity of it, the size, and the sleeper aspect is something that's, that's probably pretty important. I would vote semi as the best pick so far. Also, he was saying parts, though, but if we're in a zombie apocalypse, there's probably going to be a lot of semis sitting on the side of the highway to steal parts from. True. That's true. But their motors are more complicated, which was also yeah, part of my point, which you're not going to know how to do. That's fair. Okay, let's let's get a little more serious here. Um, what would your guys' plan be right now? Say, we'll do two scenarios for each of you. First, we'll go around. We'll talk about your scenario. If you're the only one left, and we'll just say we'll stop start bone standard in our house that we live in right now. What are you doing? You wake up. We have all died. Say we had a valiant fight the night before fighting off zombies. You ended up being the only survivor. The rest of us are dead. We're not zombies, but the rest of us are dead. What do you do when you wake up? Who wants to go? I'll go. Uh, I'd start with getting my guns. So my my Glock. Get all of my ammo, all of Phil's ammo that's left over. Um, throw it in a backpack. Get my, probably Phil's AR or my AR. And take it. Actually, I'd probably load it all up. 
Might as well. I'd go get, I'd grab Phil's truck and load it all up. Cause Come so, on, man. You're gone. Yes. You're gonna, so I die, you're going to go steal half it. my shit? <laughs> I mean. I think everyone in this scenario is going to take your truck. So, That's so I'm loading up everything I can. That's what do you mean? I'm taking the cobalt. Oh, sure. <laughs> that thing will give you away so fast. It sounds like an airplane taking off. Hey, you'd be lucky to make it out of Kirksville now. Right? <laughs> all right. Uh, but I'm getting everything loaded up, everything I can. Start with my guns, get those in there, um, get all of our guns, just because who knows what's going to go on. Yep. Um, get all the food I can, and uh, get it all loaded up, and then uh, go to my shop, get all the tools I need, whatever I think I might need, uh, and then head to my parents' house, because they live remotely. Um, my parents have a garden. Uh, we have family friends that have... Uh, greenhouses so just being able to get up there and just being remote is pretty important so yeah uh when you said live remotely for some reason i thought that some word was coming after that and i was just sitting here waiting for it and you're like oh no you actually meant like remotely i don't know that totally threw me off well like as in zoom no like i (laughs) I was was thinking like remotely remotely close remotely safe he was expecting it to continue fair what about you luke um, first of all, Mikey, you're an inconsiderate asshole. I'm going to bury your guys' bodies first. <laughs> I wouldn't touch it. No if if, if somehow we There's were, no we were killed that. by zombies, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch any of the bodies. I'd put a, I'd I'd put think, a bullet yeah, in your head to make sure you're... Yeah, no, sure. I'd do that first. Yeah. But then I'd bury you guys. And have a but what if, but, but you don't, yeah. say you don't know anything about the virus or whatever made us into zombies or made everything else into zombies, I wouldn't want to touch a dead body because I wouldn't know if it's passed through skin contact, you know. I, if that's smoke. how I die, that's how I die. I'm okay with that. Well, we're going to have our masks on, so we'll be fine. That's a good point. Yeah, that that protects you. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I feel like the I feel like the process is pretty pretty similar though. Uh, I would obviously get as much supplies out of the house as I can, which would not be very much. Um, just based on what we have in this home right now. It'd be a lot of guns and stuff. I think we'd be good, man. But like food and stuff, I don't feel like I have a lot of supplies I can take in that regard. But my mom is an actual like kind of doomsday prepper, so I'm getting home and like I have like a full closet of completely stashed stuff for like a year waiting That's for sick. me if I make it. Um, if you make it. <laughs> depends, man. I, how much gas does your truck have in it right now? Am I making it to Mount City? It's on E. Yeah, see, I'm screwed. You could. I, I would just siphon out of all the other vehicles because we've got eight of them in our yard. As a combined thing, that's probably a quarter tank for your car. Just guessing off of our gas tanks. Quarter tank? No, I you would make You would make it to Mount City. In I probably got tank. nine gallons. Oh, good. We're gold. I'm, I'm full in the Jeep, and it's like a 20-gallon tank. Micah's got a full tank of gas. It's a good day. But, um, and then I go home, and my mom has like a whole regime that she has ready <laughs> based on this scenario. So That's kind of sick. What does she have stocked? Like what? Like foods and stuff? Food, water... Uh, batteries, flashlights, the the whole nine yards. She's nice. ready. Were you Jay Fifth? Probably very similar to Micah. Uh, obviously, gather supplies, food, water, guns, and then head head to my parents. Um, just being in the middle of nowhere, yep. I think, is your most important thing because you're not going to have to run in run into people and stuff like that. There'll be other problems. Yep. Um, so that'd probably be what I would do. So. I hear you. Again, I'm pretty similar. I think we all have essentially the same plan. What I would do, though, a little different, I I wouldn't touch the bodies. I think that's important to be like, I would be like, I'd put a rosary on one of you guys or something and be like, I hope you're not in hell. You know, who knows what happened, but I wouldn't touch the bodies, grab all the guns, 
grab all the all the food. I would grab all the coolers that we have in this house, put all the frozen food in them um, from our freezers, you know, because it'll last a couple days at the very least. Um, I would I would drive to Micah's work, and for anyone that doesn't know, Micah's got a bunch of trailers at his work. Grab a trailer, come back to the house, load a second car on the trailer, hook it up to the back of my truck, go to my work, which I have pallets of uh, water bottles for this. I, I'm in sales. We sell pallets of water bottles to literally all kinds of job sites around here, construction sites. Um, and each pallet has 2016 water bottles on it. That's a lot of water that could last you probably more than a year. If you'd had like a bottle a day, I mean, or even way more than that. I was going to say, yeah, that's not very much. Yeah, 365 <laughs> days a year. So yeah, I mean, that's that literally you can survive three years probably on that with a couple people. So I'd do that, and I would load that in the bed of my truck, or at least a half pallet or something, just to have a ton of bottled water. Again, get as many tools and everything, and then I would skip town. My journey's a little harder. I would go all the way home, which is all the way in California, so literally 10 states away, and I would uh, uh, kind of take rural routes. I would try to stay on, on an interstate, and if I, you know, I would be really cognizant of what's ahead of me. If I see any vehicles that are moving, or if I see any roadblocks, Getting off the road, I'm driving dirt roads, trying to, you know, literally just heading west. And I, I know that once I hit California, I will recognize something if I don't have any maps or anything to where I'd be able to easily make it home. So it would be it would be quite the journey, and I'd have to rely on my truck being able to tow a vehicle and a half a pallet of water and a bunch of tools and would guns. Would you go there. with your truck, or would you take your work truck? Man, that's a good question, Because your work truck would pull it better, and is it a, is it a diesel? No, but it's 3500 6.4 gas. So yeah. it's a gas guzzler, but it's huge. And it's going to it's going to pull that trailer like it's nothing. I mean, I, I would I would probably you're probably right. That's a good point. I would use my work truck and load my other truck on the trailer. The trailer. Yep. And then I would tow my other truck cuz it would never have a problem towing that much weight. It would just be it would just I would need a lot of gas cuz yeah. it gets crap gas mileage. So you fill up your truck with gas and the other truck. Yep. And then Yep. The problem is like with all these scenarios, you never know how much time you'll have to prep while you're in town. Like who knows? People might have already ransacked ransacked both of our businesses. We'd be screwed there. People might have ransacked any other stores in town, or every other place is overrun by some type of zombie or something. Then you can't go anywhere. You just have to get in your truck and fly out of town. Then you know you're kind of screwed. So loading up whatever we have in the house would probably be the bare minimum, but. I don't know. All right, Michael, what about if you had a crew? What What is your first plan of action with the crew? Like all four of us? All five of us? Sure, yeah. Well, I'd probably send three to go take the truck, get a trailer, load crap up out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, while they're up there, because you're up by Walmart, see what, what Walmart looks like, see how overrun it is, what zombies there are. I'm, av- then, I'm avoiding Walmart. I'm putting that out there yeah, right now. Yeah, and those are going to be some big zombies, too. <laughs> <laughs> what? They ain't, they ain't moving fast, though. Yeah, but if I hit them with my truck, I might total it. But, uh, and then once they load up everything at your shop, come back, and they've done their recon at Walmart, decide what, what they think we can get. Because yeah. Walmart, when you think about it, a lot of everybody's going to be up front, but there's a lot of stuff they keep in the back. And so just pulling up to the back gate, jumping out, grabbing whatever you can out of the back because they've got doors right there that you can pull right up to. Yeah. And just getting what you can and getting out. And then, uh, I mean, if you can get through the automotive, the automotive is there right by the 
the guns. Hmm. That's a good point. Go through the automotive because I mean it's ten feet in the door, and uh, you've got I mean Walmart's got so many exits. Yeah. Uh, it really wouldn't be that once you got going because they have to have an exit so many on every every side. So you've got a way to get out as long as you. I mean, if you had we had five of us, we've got. Ten guns in the house. I think we have enough firepower to get in there, get a bunch of food, and get out. Yeah, I agree. I think. I think. I think the main thing is not so much how many zombies. It's what other people have been in there, what or what other, other people, people are hostile are towards. Hostile us. in there, and so like it'd be about what's really left in Kirksville. So you think? So so in my opinion, I don't think splitting up at any point is ever smart. Yeah, I I think that like, and I might be wrong because I think you sh- you should divide and conquer in some some cases. Yeah. But when you like, if you're questioning, if you're going somewhere and you're questioning, I think it's always smart to bring the biggest amount of people, the most amount of firepower, the most amount of vehicles to that location to where if sh- just shit goes down, you can easily get out of there. You can easily um, have people to back you up. You can easily have another vehicle just in case you you crash a vehicle, something like that. Um, but again, with the timing, it's like it's a it's it's a toss up because it's like okay, maybe you're trying to get out of town super fast, so you uh, have to divide and conquer. So I don't know. That, that was my thinking, just being able to get out of town as fast as possible. Yeah. So I have three people loading up stuff up there, two people loading up uh, another another truck at the house. I mean, yeah. So I just, I think you combine your two ideas. I think that you go load stuff up at the at the two places because I don't think that those would be places where people would go to loot. So there could be zombies there, but I feel like you're going to be okay with zombies. It's the other people that would be the real danger at first. Yeah, well, in both of our businesses, there wouldn't be zombies no. inside. No. So we'd really just have to, you know, we'd I'd really not, have to yeah. avoid anyone outside. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Walmart and then or go going back. somewhere for supplies Yeah. as a crew is smart. Yeah, so have two people like loading up our whole house, have some people go to the shops, and then when they're done loading up, all that stuff, then go together to Walmart. I would actually probably skip Walmart. I'd probably go to like somewhere like Aldi's, um, somewhere smaller where like not as many people usually Dollar go. Dollar General. Yeah, Dollar we, General. We hate Walmart. They're commies. So That's true. Walmart. Yeah, you should have seen me try to yeah. buy a gun there. Thank God. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I think, but the only thing with Walmart is there's everything you need. You know, yeah. you have you have auto parts supplies. You have guns. You have everything. I think that's the first place everywhere's gonna everyone's gonna go. I agree. So I, I would just avoid it because I don't think that by the time, unless you were like one of the first people to realize what was going on, I think by the time that you got there, like you said, the scenario is we figured out that night before had a big battle and then went the next morning. Mm-hmm. I think by that point, it'd be Walmart would be scavenged. Would you guys ever leave at night? Say say like, say it was it was World War Z speed like. We knew nothing, knew nothing, knew nothing. All of a sudden, holy crap, all these towns are overrun. It was that fast, just just overrun. Say they're not as OP as World War Z zombies, but would you ever start prepping at night and like try to escape in darkness, or would you want to have daylight? Like, no, that's something I've always wondered. I am legend has scared me too much. I'm not doing anything at night, dude. What if they're just OP at night? So what would you do? Just stay in the house and just have everything packed, ready to go, and just yeah. first light? First light. Yeah, but if they're attracted to light, there's not a lot, of, a whole lot of packing you can do at night. That's fair, and or, or noise too. You yeah. know, you're inevitably going to make noise. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think we just fortify the upstairs, barrel in, get all of our guns up there, and be ready. Yeah, maybe pack up what's upstairs, but that most of our, I guess, if we got the guns from downstairs, though, most of our 
I guess most of our stuff of value for like packing would be done here, the food and everything. Yeah. We have enough, like we have some food upstairs that would make yeah. it like last a week just in the upstairs kitchen, but the downstairs kitchens where all the canned foods is, all this, all the, the non-perishables and stuff. Like I just have bags of rice, stuff like that, to where that's the stuff we'd want to actually pack. All right, Phil, I got a question for you. Just for me? Just, well, yeah, it only applies to you. Do you think, you'll see why, do you think that you would keep Quincy long term in a zombie apocalypse? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I think that... There's, I it, see both sides, because you could be like, Quincy adds value by being protective and being this, but he also would be harder to maintain, obviously, if it wasn't like current yeah. situation. podcasters know who Quincy is? Quincy is Phil's dog. Quincy's my dog. He's Border Collie, Blue Healer, high energy, very protective. Um, the one thing that worries me about Quincy is he does bark, but I don't see that as a bad thing in like a zombie apocalypse scenario because all all he, he wouldn't be barking while we were in the house, like yeah. unless someone was breaking in. He doesn't bark at anyone unless they're like coming towards us. Yeah. So I think until I got out of the house is the only place that he might you know be uh, you know po- a, a, a possible you know handicap for me because. He would either try to chase someone or, you know, get off a leash or something. And that's what I would really have to keep track of. And that would be hard because I'd be wanting to pack and do all this other crap. I think all I would have to do to, to stop that, just throw him in the backseat of my truck and close the doors. Yeah. He might bark a little bit while he's in there, but he probably won't. You know, like when I travel, when I, when I you know, go to different states and stuff, he just lays in the backseat of my truck. But when I got to my final destination where I'm actually going to post up, like I think it would be a, a bigger advantage because he would be that guard dog. He's always alert. He would wake up anyone barking if some, there was some type of intruder. And um, I could also, you know, eventually train him. Other, you know, I have him trained, but I can train him to hunt and do stuff like that too. So I think I think it, having a dog in general would be beneficial, not some, you know, little chihuahua thing that would just yap and get you killed. Yeah. But I, I agree. I'm in more from like a resources perspective though. Like, you know, you got to use some him. of your food to feed Quincy, but... I would also keep Quincy, like if there was the scenario where it's just one of us left, because I do think Quincy would add a lot of value for things you could do, and yeah. protection mostly, like if someone's going to break in and I am, I'm asleep, I'm a hard sleeper too, Yeah, like, I for sure just get up. shot, if, yeah. it was, if it was just me there. That's fair. Yeah, I, and I think that, I don't know how really dogs would survive in that situation, but I would assume you know, a more athletic dog like Quincy would be able to catch his own food if he was let off. Like, if, if we were both starving, he would be able to go and do his own thing, and I would let him just go try to try to kill some little animal, you know? So, you know, I don't think, uh, I don't, I don't think that would be that big of a problem. If, if I'm struggling and I'm not able to feed him, I, of course, I, I would come first, and I would just let him go and be like, all right, man, go find your own food. I can't feed you. I got to survive. But, uh I think definitely any type of dog would be would be value added for sure. Um, all right, let's try to change it. Let no zombies now. Say, um, say it's nuclear fallout. What are you guys doing? You know, you don't know if, if and it's it's a it's a nuclear winter, right? Like, it, sky is covered. You don't know how bad the radiation is. You don't know how bad you're going to get affected. You wake up to you know tornado or whatever sirens going off saying stay indoors um we're in we're in you know we, we were hit by a nuclear bombs from china or something what are you doing you are you going outside at all are you staying put in the house you were in you're going to try to find a shelter you know what what's the plan here 
I feel like I would stay inside for a couple days probably, or at least, you know, until I could assess the situation myself from inside and be like, hey, you know, like, I guess this is my lack of trust in government speaking, but it's just <laughs> like, is this real? Like, can I really not go outside? Um, and, you know, kind I feel of like question. regardless, they would say, don't go outside. They were, if yeah. they were setting off alarms or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, I would, like, there would be a brief moment where I'd be like, they could just be faking this and everything could be fine. They're trying to keep everybody in their houses for some reason. I don't know. Like I said. It's not like we haven't seen that before. <laughs> but uh, I would. I think I would wait a couple days and then I would try to maybe engineer something that I'm like, hey, you know, maybe this can keep out some, some uh, nuclear. Suit. Yeah. Yeah. So. I feel like, you know, I feel like you could pr- probably just with normal supplies in the house, you could probably make something pretty effective. You know, so or, or how, what I've thought is like, some type of plastic, so like shower curtains, you can melt them together. You can almost weld them over some type of flame to make them seal and make some type of... I have an entire industrial thing of saran wrap. (laughs) Okay, that too. That works. (laughs) Just walk around with saran wrap. Like, I know Micah, and I know he doesn't have this, but why did I think that Micah was going to say, I have an entire radiation That's what I said. That's where I thought he was going. You see how big my eyes got? I was like, what have you not told us, dude? What are you, you know? a real-time prepper. Yeah. What about you, Javis? What are you doing? I'm probably staying indoors for a few days for sure. Obviously, we only have a limited supply, so eventually you're gonna have to leave and get something. But probably yeah. hunker down and wait until um, everything calms down, maybe a little bit, and then go try to find supplies and stuff. So that's fair. Also, like for that period of time, you probably only have to make it to your car because your car wouldn't, you know, as long as the windows were intact and everything. Mm-hmm. You, I feel like you get a good judgment too on how bad some type of fallout would be by literally looking at the like the oh, yeah. trees and grass outside if they start wilting and dying then you're probably like not only that oh. but like birds like yeah. I mean birds if you hear small st- small animals are going to be the first to go because just yeah. the system they're just so much smaller and they're not going to be able to take it yeah that's and true so, like, so just toss Quincy birds, outside and see what happens squirrels swear might work um, like just watching that kind of stuff over the first couple days make sure everything's clear with that yeah, and you still hear birds there. chirping yeah yeah, I mean, most cars, I mean, they have, I feel like most modern cars have good enough filtration if you just put your air, or turned your air off or put it on recirc to where, like, I feel like a cabin air filter in most new vehicles is probably pretty good. Most cars are pretty sealed, like, that. that's just kind of how they're made now. They're meant to keep all kinds of liquid out and, and, you know, humidity and stuff to where I think you'd be okay, maybe not long term, if you're driving in it for a week, you might be starting to hurt, but... I don't know. I think that you'd be, you might even be better in a in a in a vehicle that has AC running and on research than you would in a house that has a lot of open windows and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I have a feeling that this house is not going to be very well sealed, and so we're going to get it whatever happens. Anyways. Yeah, we might as well just walk outside. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, all right, I got a good one. Say you can bring ten things. Um, you can't duplicate anything. So, like with guns, you can bring one gun. You can bring one knife. You can bring one uh, axe, one tent, one anything. You can't duplicate, um, and this isn't including consumables, so no toilet paper, no food, no water, just tools or items that you could bring. What are you, what, what are you packing in your bag? All right, let's just go around like one at a time so you don't have to list ten in a row because that'll take a long time. I think first I'm going with my, a Glock, some sort of handgun would be my first choice. So any gun. Okay. Um, I would go with axe. An axe, yeah. Versatile. Probably a knife. 
I mean, obviously the the other two that they've already named with a knife on top of that. Yeah. Let's just pick ten as a group. So that's three. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I I would think. I don't know. I, I would say gasoline, like a, a can of gas, but that's probably a consumable. So I'll, I'll leave it out. Vehicle would like a vehicle be one thing that you would consider in this situation? No, I'm saying like you pack it, like okay. you can carry it, something right. that you something you can leave the house in your with in your hands. Um, I would pick I would pick some type of fire starter, either whether that be like a really nice big fuel can lighter, like a propane lighter, mm-hmm. or even just flint. It's classic flint and steel, just. Because you're not, you're gonna need that eventually. Oh yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something next. I would I would go with the flashlight next. Something yeah. that you can take outside. You can see. Um, obviously, you know, if it's dark and you're, we're not freaking nocturnal. So yeah, you're gonna want something where at night or like even just in a house where you can leave all your lights off up the whole day and all the time and just walk around with a flashlight instead of drawing that much attention. That's probably smart. Maybe like a. Yeah, I it'd be hard to decide between like either a sleeping bag because you're gonna need it when it gets cold, or a tent and then you can find a sleeping bag or something that will keep you warm. I would probably say some type of tent or tarp that you could use for a lot of different things, just because a tarp you can make a shelter out of, a tarp you can carry stuff in, a tarp you can co- cover things and hide and conceal. You can do a lot of stuff with that. Yeah, I might. It would really depend on the season. Yeah. Like if it's like winter, I'm for sure grabbing a sleeping bag right off the bat. Yeah. And just managing with that. Um, especially like now they have like waterproof ones mm-hmm. and you can do a lot of different stuff with that. You can almost use it as a tarp if you need to be. Yeah. But like uh that would be one. Like, because in the middle of summer you're not gonna want a sleeping bag as bad as you want something else. It's true. So Oh man, I'm planning on surviving all four seasons, so I gotta be prepped well, for all of them. But you're gonna be able to loot afterwards. I mean, True. ten things off the bat, and then you're gonna go from there. I mean, it would really depend on season from season. That's true. That's true. I'll give you that. Um, I, I think some kind of clothing, obviously, that one. Kind I of, thought about just a big, like really a nice down jacket that you could also use as some type of blanket. A big yeah. parka. I would think some kind of coat would be like my first thought process. I'm, I'm taking my AirPods so I can listen to your guys' podcast. <laughs> Appreciate it. Oh, that's a subtle, subtle little advertisement right there by yep. James Busick. <laughs> um, Dude, can you imagine though? Like, just take, hold on, pause from this conversation real quick. We're just in the middle of the. The apocalypse, dude, and we're just still pumping out podcasts, dude. We're just sitting here in this room, broadcasting just, on hey. some ham radio. Everyone, people are listening in. They're like, oh, "That shit's so funny." <laughs> too bad, too bad. My my wife just died. Like, like, guys, can you do the apocalypse episode again? Uh, I need to know how to survive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to start a fire. Here. Can you put that in your next episode? Speaking of which, you guys want us to have something to talk about? Let us know. We have a lot of stuff in the works, but right now we're just kind of. Uh, Taking a little casual over this week, we're we are putting together some some more serious stuff that we want to talk about. So keep that in mind. But all right, back at back at. Um, you you guys, um, I don't think you would have thought about this, but you'll need like the first thing you should think of is like glasses and shit, because I don't need those because I have eyesight naturally. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I would you take contacts with you, Jay Jay, or would you just I'd, bring a pair of glasses? Oh, I would bring them. If, I'm not counting these as my enough. 10 things. If I can only have 10 things, no, I'm not bringing yeah. contacts and glasses. But I would bring my contacts, but usually wear glasses until they break somehow, which they probably will. So. Okay. Um, something, that, something that really interests me 
is, uh, and, and I read it in a lot of books, and I've actually listened to a lot of people talk about it, is the currency of the future, or the currency of the apocalypse. And there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different um, speculations of what will be used as currency, and it depends on what kind of apocalypse. If you're having a nuclear fallout, you're not, some of the things that I'm about to say, you won't be able to use. So um, a big thing that a lot of doomsday preppers say will be used as currency in the future are seeds. Seeds will be just as valuable as gold because seeds feed. Seeds can be traded very easily. They can be they can be shared. You can eat all kinds of different seeds. Like you think of how much you can do with a sunflower seed, or or uh, seeds where you plant corn or something or tomatoes or something like that. So they a lot of doomsday preppers literally have warehouses of seed like the guys that have millions of dollars and stuff like that on the on the TV show essentially they have warehouses and garages full of just uh, dehydrated seeds so that they can plant and they, they say that that will be a major currency um, I'll, I'll give a couple more always precious metals will be a major currency because throughout time there throughout history it's always shown that no matter what metals will be traded no matter what scenario no matter what war no matter what country no matter what those have always been a staple and they always will be they say just because there won't ever be dollar bills shared through different cultures because people aren't going to care what a dollar bill value is in the middle of some desert in the middle of Africa, right? Yeah. But everyone knows that gold has value and that will be used as a currency as long as, you know, entire society doesn't break down to where, like, we don't even know what gold is. Okay, um, I can push, I feel like I can push back on that a little because I feel like from the beginning of time it was valuable, metal was valuable because they used it. Because they used it to make weapons, they used it to make all these things, and are people going to continue to refine metal like that and use it? Well, I would gold, think it would be. I, I agree with a lot of metals like yeah. iron and steel. But and gold stuff. was at first, like originally, that's how gold became known for being gold. Is that it they, was? It was used in some things. I wouldn't say it was used in a bunch of tools and stuff. It was never that. But, okay, yeah, but it was used to create things too, like uh, like um, temples and, and Egyptian and, coins yeah. and but stuff. But obviously, like that. if it's like a nuclear fallout. We're not going to be building temples. We're not going to have time. No, to build but temples. I'm 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 saying I think people will still use it as a means to trade. Okay. And it will still be a currency, even though it has no value, no real value in this in this scenario. But it will be used as a as a you know mutual currency where you're like, okay, I have these, I have gold, and it will be become the currency. I I agree. There there could be where it's just like, who cares about gold? Like that doesn't do anything. And maybe that will be how it happens. But they say just because it stood the test of time, it will continue to. The one other thing I was going to add, alcohol and, and, and hard alcohol, not beer or anything like that. They say anything over 40%, which can disinfect. Anything over 40% can disinfect, can clean, um, and can be drunk. Literally, at when you're in the apocalypse, what else do you have to do on a night when you're stuck inside some house and you can't do anything? People are going to want to drink, and that's that's what they say is also very important. So a lot of these preppers that I used to watch, they used to have distilleries, and they'd make their own alcohol just because they know it would be you know, worth it, plus it lasts, and and, uh, and plus all the other benefits too. Um, so. I would say another currency that I would think of would be bullets. I feel like you could trade bullets for literally anything. If you just had a ton of them and you're like, hey, you have these seeds, I'll give you 20 bullets. Yeah. And if they say no, then you use your 20 bullets. I mean... Obviously, I wouldn't do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just right off okay, the bat. But we, obviously, people like us would not do that. But that that would be a big thing where you would need bullets to protect yourself mm -hmm. from. Because there would be a lot of people. I mean, we saw in literally situations this summer when there was small advantages to be taken. 
people took it. People looted stuff over protests and all of these other things. The second they had any chance to take advantage of a system, they did. Yep. And so if there's literally no government, no anything, there's going to be a lot of people that are like, I don't care about laws anymore. I don't have any moral obligation to... I'm just going to survive as long as I can, and I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I'm not saying that part of that is some evolutionary stuff and everything like that. I get that. But you're going to need to protect yourself from people like that. And literally, so everyone will need bullets to people attacking and the people just being defensive. Mm-hmm. I'm hunting, too. And yeah. I don't know if I'm ever trading bullets, though. Just because... Well, if you're out of food and you need food. Yeah. But you trade bullets, they're going to come shoot you, and then take your take take whatever back very fair i mean i feel like at that point in time you're gonna have to have some faith in people or you're not gonna survive anyways like if you're just i mean your only other option in that scenario is to just do the opposite and shoot them and take their food because you don't have food or shoot an animal well okay what if you can't find an animal it's not like you know that you're just gonna guarantee you go out and find a deer deer everywhere there is now (laughs) what if what if some for some reason you have to you have like the only civilization was New York City and that you decided to make your way out there and you end up getting there and there's nothing there. There's no animals running around other than pigeons in New York City. I'll yeah. die before I live in New York if City. There's, I mean, there's a lot of homeless people. If there's people. civilization left in New York City, fine, be it. I'm staying here. It's fair. <laughs> I will literally I, die before I live in New York City. I'm, that is a I hill will, I will stand. I will go insane by myself than rather go to New York City. Fair I think enough. all of us would do that. If it, it, I think that it... I, I think that I would stay at rural as long as possible, but if it ended up getting to a point where it was like, okay, things have, I, I'm used to things, things have settled down, I need to go find other people in the human race, I think I would go anywhere. If, if I heard word that, hey, there's a huge colony in New York City, it, it's not going to be the New York City we hate now, it's going to be the only surviving place on earth, so I would make my way out there. That is true. Let's be real. There's an apocalypse. You think anybody's surviving in New York City? <laughs> no, that's fair. It'd be, it'd be a it'd be a conservative city. Let's be honest. A place that has guns and, and and you know actual resources, not masks. What about you, Jay? For the normal, they will survive because they have their masks on. <laughs> that's a fair so, point. Yeah. Are we talking about currency? Did you mention cigarettes or tobacco? I think those will be another thing that'd be used as currency, just because. People can't live without them because they crave it so much. You know, eventually you're gonna have to probably because you're gonna run out, but. Uh, that's one thing that I've heard people will use as currency is like cigarettes, yeah, uh, tobacco. I mean, if we were in the like apocalypse, that. I might become a smoker. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I feel like everyone would. They'd be like, "I'm gonna get cancer." Like that's that's an easy way out at this point. Like seriously, swear <laughs> to God, take my mask off, give me COVID. I'm out of here. <laughs> J5th, we covered that in our last podcast. I'm not getting into it again. You wouldn't die. Well, that's about it. Yeah, I think I think we, we we touched on some a lighter subject, and we kept it light. We well, did a good. Try to try his best I to get us to get us. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You got to get your jabs in there, though. That's you got to get your jabs true. in there, no matter yeah. what. So, um, we'll have another one this week, whether we post it up this weekend or um, possibly early next week, Monday or Tuesday. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have another serious one. We might have uh, some guests on. Jayfith and Micah might be back on. We'll see haven't really decided yet but i think we know the route we're gonna go um it will be humorous but it will be on some serious topics and we're gonna hit a lot of statistics on it so um on this one we uh we can't believe we made it through it without getting controversial first time for everything yeah that's true and uh if we if you made it to the end here we apologize